So a quick update on that. We got, so Thanksgiving night Eve, we took a full-blown meal over to him. And then between our organization and our church, we raised, I think, right around $3,000 for them. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have, we have, I got more stuff for them this week, so, yep. Yeah. Yeah, they like, she, she went to go visit her mom in the hospital, who's in, obviously in the hospital. Sorry about that. That was dumb. Um, and then, uh, she, oh, there you are. She uh, came home to her house, fully, fully engulfed in flames. It burned to the ground. Wow. Yeah. So it was cool, though, to see the, what do you want to say? I guess you could say the church come together, like, because sometimes I get fired up and I'm like, how come we can't be, like, come together, like, you know, the Mormons or the Amish or whatever, you know? It's like, sometimes I feel like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just pass it on to the next person, you know? Yep. Pass yep. on, but. And uh, I said something to my pastor about it, and he's like, um, uh, he said something said and if he used the words uh, so this is not a quote but uh, he said how do you say it like you don't always get to flex those muscles you know like those come together and give you muscles mm-hmm. so it's cool to see our I think I have it in a text. Like, see the church people come together and <clears throat> get it done, you know? Mm-hmm. So, people that don't even go to our church, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so, we had donation coming <clears throat> from all over the state. The church. And then they actually came to uh, Tuesday night to the church dinner. I invited them, and but then then they didn't want to come because like, well, we just need a day to just like, just get it together, you know, try to. Mm. Like, so it sounded, she made it sound like no one was hungry. They didn't want to come. I'm like, well, that's fine. You know what to eat. You know, you can right. you know stuff. She's like, no, we just want to take a break. I'm like, all right, that's fine. But like. You know, every Wednesday night, you know, there's food and so on and so forth. And then I had to make a wood delivery that night. And I got there like, I don't know, five minutes, walked in the door like five minutes before they prayed for dinner. And I'm sitting here with my wife and she comes over. Her name's Connie. And she comes up behind me while I'm sitting and she's like, hey, Stephen. I turn around. I'm like, holy crap, you're here. She only right <laughs> out. Give <laughs> her the biggest hug. I was so happy to see her. And that was great. She's like, thanks for just like, Thanks for for inviting us, you know. She's kind of hounding me to come and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. We're so happy we came. Yeah, it was super cool. 
So yeah, that is, that is. There's no word to describe. You know how <laughs> how how great that is. I was so happy. I so wish you were there like that last week. I was like, man, I wish Philip was here. See, this would be perfect. He would love us. I mean, I don't know. You do what you do over there, but I'm like, I just love sharing that crap with you. So, <laughs> <laughs> not crap, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so cool. I was so happy they were there. Yeah, I didn't talk to anybody else really. Just hung out with them. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't overbearing or anything. I wouldn't let them go though until they gave me like all their clothes sizes because I'm like, give me your clothes size. I need those. Yeah, <laughs> I get your clothes. <laughs> uh, but the cool part is, I saw it tonight on her Facebook page while I was waiting. Um, apparently, she has so many donations that have come to her. Now she's giving back. She's not like keeping them or anything. Like, or you know, so she's. Returning the favor, which is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So, so many good things happened that week. Granted, since the, I think personally, since her house burned down, you could focus on the house being burnt down (laughs) to the ground. Mm -hmm. But like, prior to that, she's always like, you see on Facebook, like, this issue, that issue, you know, if I just had this, or I just had that, or I'm, you know, dealing with this, or, you mm-hmm. know, people just, like, dump their garbage on Facebook, then her house burns, but now she's, like, <clears throat> like, the church came together, we came together, Frenchtown came together, Elberton came together, like, they got buckets up, they got fundraisers going, they got, so it's, like, you know, so, it, like, yeah, your house burned down, but I kind of feel like I told the pastor, I'm like, whatever it takes to get people in, to know God or come to church or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe that's that's what it takes, you know, it takes terrible things. Yes. To yes. happen. You know, I could, I've, you know, I've had some terrible things happen, so... I've never had a house burn down, but I can't imagine that. Yeah. Well, but I kind of understand. Like, you need these guys. Like, are you are you there? Hello. You know, so I'm like, you can't focus on like, hey, my house burned down. What was me? And just spiral downward. And uh, when I was talking to her, she was like, the sermon was about what are you grateful for, and. <sighs> Um, all this other jazz and it just like like she she said Wednesday night when I dropped off the food that uh, it really resonated with her and stuck with her she's like she goes I feel like that was just for us and I'm like (laughs) I just I just listened to her talk she was really she seemed I don't want to use the word excited but it seemed like maybe things were starting to click maybe she was Mm -hmm. excited I don't know so yeah uh, it was just cool to stand in her driveway and listen to her talk about it. Yeah, so it was really. Uh, it's just fantastic when you go to. Ch- I mean, you can go to church and you're blue in the face, but if you're not putting it into action, 
Well, great. I was like going to the gym and just like sitting in the mirror and staring at the weights. Yeah. Well, you're not going to get sugar. Yeah. You, yeah. You can sit there and be like, yeah, I went to the gym. Yeah. You probably get a box of cookies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, unless you're picking up those weights and doing stuff and then going back out to apply that. Mm-hmm. If you're bigger, stronger, faster, you can do more things, be more efficient, more helpful. Same way with reading your Bible. It's just like you're more knowledgeable. You know it's right and wrong. You, you have direction. You can help people get direction, so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, you, you got to use it. I started treating church like a classroom instead of like a social club. Mm-hmm. You treat it like a classroom? Game changer, dude. Total mm-hmm. game changer. Yes, I think, I bet you, and I, I don't care if I get any slack for this or not, I bet over, I'm going to say at least half, probably more. And that's me being lowball and just go to church to say, like, yeah, I went to church. Mm-hmm. I was church and I had to do this, right? I have this obligation. I'm like, what if you just, maybe, what if it wasn't an obligation? What if it was like something you like, literally wanted to do? You know? Yeah. Just treat it like a classroom. <laughs> do I doze off once in a while? Yeah, I do. I'm tired, man. Split wood all day or something, you know. But it's like I, I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm writing stuff down. I remember things. So it's like, but that the, the point is, treat it like a classroom, mm-hmm. and it, it turns everything you turns church upside down. Yeah. Thought at church, not like, well, you know, we'll go to church and see this person and do this and do that. And like, I don't know. I just, I sit there, I pull my Bible out, like, like I, I took a Bible from church. I told the pastor, I'm like, yeah, I stole a Bible and slapped a Yeti sticker on it. So nobody takes it. So I'm writing it every week because it's, it's the same Bible he uses. So I'm like, I didn't have an ESV, but mm-hmm. church got piled So I just take them. Or I took one. I told him I was going to take more and started handing them out. On my deliveries. I was like, yeah, go for it. So, <laughs> anyway, you guys have a bigger budget than I did. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I figured I wouldn't get killed for stealing Bibles from church and handing them out. So, <laughs> right. So, anyways, yeah, I just, you know, I take it right in it. I like stuff and make notes. And yeah, it's way better. Yeah. I know this is not what we had planned to talk about, but I think this is where we're headed. <laughs> yeah, I just think it. I need to run the intro and get going here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just rolling, man. All right, I'm gonna have to do some cutting and splicing to get all this in there. And yeah, you have to work. You need a sweater out of this one, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh, that's not what I want. People are like, why is the intro in the middle? It's like 30 minutes in. What's uh, up? I know, right? Yes. Nuts. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're in the middle of it here. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tromex Podcast, <laughs> where we answer or we attempt to answer life's tough questions like, uh, does a bar of soap actually get dirty? No, I'm just kidding. I'm oh. just joking. <laughs> Yeah, it's water wet. <laughs> I'll just you spit your drink out. <laughs> anyway. I like that intro. That's that's probably like the best intro I've ever heard. 
for answering that first question so get dirty yeah then occurs to me every time i take a shower does this bar of soap actually get dirty no no whatever anyway <laughs> so, so we had we, what's, that a, what's that nothing this is just getting weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so my intro kind of derailed the whole thing here <laughs> <laughs> Derailed. We're spilling chemicals in the river, people. <laughs> so we were planning on doing a Sunday night fight night. I don't know that we're going to get to that or not. Now we're about halfway through something super deep right now. So, <laughs> mm. yes. So, um, I'm glad you had started recording from like the minute we pretty much started talking. Yes, uh, that's one of the benefits of recording on Ring Central now because I start that immediately. Yeah. So everything is recorded, and I just have to, like you said, knit it together. Knit it together. Then so. we start calling you Grandma. Yeah, you right. Doing, grandma? Yeah. Grandpa. Grandma trail mix. Grandma trail mix. <laughs> That's awesome. Come here, Jimmy. Try this sweater on. Jeep fits you. We can adjust that a little bit. Take that out. That's mix for you. <laughs> Grandma, that's crackers. What are you talking about? The dog likes them. <laughs> Yeah, that's a preview of me in 50 years. Yeah, I hope we end up in the same retirement home. Oh, my goodness. I wouldn't be able to handle that, I don't think. Yeah, awesome. I saw a, a friend of mine posted on Facebook. I think it was Tay. It was a retirement home, but they were like, must be like big deer hunters or something. You know? So I right, so they had people dress up like, I think they had someone dress up like a deer, like the, you know, the older guys, the guys are like, you know, they put on their orange and stuff. And they have like, I don't know if they had Nerf guns or whatever. They kind of like went around the nursing home. Or, uh, it looked pretty fun. So I was like, I want to be in that nursing home when I'm not old. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty epic. That would be great. We'd be like having our Nerf guns taped to our wheelchairs and like turrets. And, uh, yeah. Turret. <laughs> <laughs> Making a campfire in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, be like a prison riot. <laughs> oh, that is out of control. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so, so. We were talking about all kinds of good things. I know. I'll right? go that way. Uh, yeah. Let me get this. Going here, I got. Anyway, you can uh, give us a little bit of a for those that are. Oh, come on now. Sorry. Okay. Uh, give us a little bit of a for those that didn't hear what we were just talking about. Because uh, we're live on the radio station, by the way. Oh, we are? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. 
<laughs> so anybody listening there, which I'm getting ready to share right now. Nice. Uh won't know. They'll they'll just be like, what is going on? <laughs> guys, guys, come here, you gotta hear these guys. Grandpa, listen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh, someone's being waterboarded in the next room over. Holy cow. <laughs> Bad thing going wrong. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> uh, joys of children. <clears throat> Anyways. No, we were talking about... Oh, can I go now or should I Absolutely. Wait? Do it up. <laughs> Look it up, my nin, you know. We, we should, uh, I don't know, we should what? I don't know. We were talking about, uh, one, coming together uh, collectively as a church and uh, flexing your, you know, biblical muscles that you learn about in church every week, which led me to talk about going to church and not just going to church as a social club but treating it as a uh, classroom when the sermon is about to go down that's a that's a total game changer so yeah what do you think? yeah I think our our perspective on church is as as a whole, you know, in our Western society, culture, whatever you want to call it, is um, I don't know, subpar at best. Um, I was listening to a guy, um, God, I can't remember his name. Um, and he was describing a, an underground church that he went to, or that he was invited to preach at in, uh, was it China? Ooh, I think I know what you're going to say now. Yeah, I, it's pretty, it's, I, this is, this video has been around for quite a while. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, he, um, the, 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 the quote unquote service, if you, that's what you want to call it was, it lasted for like, I don't know. It was like eight hours long, something ridiculous. And oh, these guys, they didn't have chairs. They were sitting on the floor. Um, and he, he said that he just talked to, um, where he asked them what would happen to them if they got caught, and they said, "Oh, we'd get thrown in jail, this, that, and the other thing." And <clears throat> he asked them, "Well, how many of you have been thrown in jail because you're uh, a follower of Christ?" And there was a bunch of people that raised their hands, and and um, the passage that he was talking on, he asked one of them or asked somebody to read it, and this one lady she i think it was a i think it was a lady she didn't just read the 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 verse or the verses 
she read the whole chapter from memory. Yeah. And um she described to him about how she that a lot of that comes from being in prison, you know, because they take your Bible, they take all this stuff and um uh, she said people smuggle in these little slips of paper that has a verse on it or whatever. And, um, and when um, he was getting ready to leave, he asked, well, how can I, how can I pray for you? And they, they said, well, pray, pray for us that we could be, we can be free. Like you guys, we can do like, we could be like you guys. He said, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And then he he went on this, this kind of rant about, <clears throat> you know, and he's 100% right that here in the States, if a sermon lasts more than 45 minutes, people get up and, and leave, you know, and um, if they're not playing the right music, people get up and leave if uh um you know all this, these different things and where these guys that he was just you know teaching and and talking to they they traveled for quite a long ways to be there to sit on the floor for hours learning learning God's word and, and um, uh, just worshiping God and, <clears throat> and no air conditioning, no, nothing like that. It was, it was nothing. It was like the way he described it. It was like the very, what I picture as like the early church, the, the, like an ax type church. Yeah. And he said, if nothing else, I'm going to pray that we be more like you. Exactly. And, and I think that's, that's kind of what, what we're getting at is that it, it's like, like your, your gym reference, you know, you can, you can, you can go to church all you want, but if that's all it is is you just going to church like you're going to church that's one day a week for 45 minutes maybe an hour and a half if you count if you stay for sunday school yeah you know mm -hmm. um then you the balance of your time is so heavily weighted on the worldly side. You know, if that's all you're doing is just going to church, you're not in the word, you're not looking for ways to share the gospel, things like that. Um, if you're not really living it out, then I, I guess put bluntly, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We, uh, I'm just going to say this. We're just like, uh, uh, all right, here we go. 
Uh, I think we're just like fat and lazy and take it for granted when we go to church. Just uh, like, yeah, I went to church, blah, blah, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, I think it's more. And then. And we need to try harder to be more like these guys. I mean, these guys are getting tossed in jail and prison. And they can remember entire chapters. Yeah. I can't even remember our verse for the way outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. These guys are quote books, chapters. It's terrible. It really is. I mean, we're more concerned about how far the drive is or how long the preacher's going to go or the music or who gives a rip. I mean, it's, it's just a building that um, you know, we all should be able to go to. And be feel safe about however you walked in that door, mm-hmm. you know. No, did I? I don't know who did I tell this to. Was it on our lap? Was it you? Did I tell you about the? It was a. It was about the guy whose phone rang in church. Did I tell you that one? Mm, yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. It, yeah. Please. Like your tell son. it again, because that one that's a great I'll tell one. Yeah, I'll tell yes. it again. Yes. So I mean it just it rings true, no pun intended. It's just mm. uh, like the guy's phone I mean we're so concerned about silly things. I mean, yeah, is it annoying if someone's phone rings? It's like, yeah, it's annoying, but it's like who cares? But it's like so this guy's phone rings in church. Um, and he kind of like, you know, he's embarrassed, whatever. I mean, I've had my ring in church. I'm like, oh, crap. Try to turn it off. Because, you know, he tried, you know, it's happened one time to me, maybe twice. Anyways, he tried to make sure it's off or on silent or something. This guy's phone rings in church. Um, so, anyways, he gets flack from his wife. He's catching flack from everybody after service, blah, blah, blah. So he's embarrassed. He doesn't go back to church. This is a short version. He doesn't go to church anymore. You know where he ends up going? He ends up going to the bar down the street from his house. And uh, because he's like, so he goes in there and uh, he's distraught. There's nothing to do. I know you're really thinking, like, how's a guy go from going to church, going to go to a bar? But this is just an analogy. The guy goes to the bar and he goes to get a drink and he's really shook up because he just can't believe, like, how he was treated at church and the whole nine yards and everything. And uh, so anyways, he's, he spills his drink. And you know what happens at the, when he spills his drink? The, the janitor comes over, cleans it up, no questions asked. People come over and ask him if he's okay, <clears throat> make sure he's all right. The bartender comes over, gives him another drink for free, and they just they treat him real nice. So it's like... Um, the the I guess the moral of the story is here is like well, how you treat people when you go to church if something doesn't go your way, mm-hmm. you know, draw guilty of. 
like sometimes I don't like how loud the music is, but that's my own problem because I don't like, I have my own physical, it's not, really, it's not a disability, but I have, I don't like loud stuff because of my head trauma or soul. But other things like that, like those things are so petty. We're worried about, you know, dude, was there coffee for service? Was there, yeah. You know, was the food good? Was the the preacher preach too long, or was those kids to be quiet? Blah blah blah. So such superficial, stupid things. And then we got these people on the other side of the planet that are like, or you see people come in like, oh, who's that? Or why are they here? Blah blah. Well, guess what, chicken butt? They have that's the place to be if you're not. It's the place to come. You should be safe in church. Should be the, sometimes I feel church is the, like the most judgmental place you could possibly go. Oh yeah, absolutely and, can be for sure. Yeah, but then there's like, <clears throat> um, and when I say all this stuff, I'm not above any of what I'm saying. Trust mm-hmm. me. So, <laughs> yeah. Probably about ninety five percent of it. Yeah, ditto. Yeah. So, <laughs> <clears throat> um, which is you know. And you have to, real, you know, if you can realize that and try to work on it, try to work on it. You have to work on it, um, because. But if you can just weed through all that garbage that you're so we're so overly worried about, like, and just be like these people in other countries where they're being, they're memorizing entire books of the Bible, or they're just known to be a believer and they're getting tossed out of the country or they're getting killed or whatever. And, you know, and I say killed, but I, I want to, I, I can't even imagine that being killed for me believing in Jesus. So, But there's so many little petty things that just stack up and just weigh us down because when we go to church and we're not focused on. So if you just go to church, I get my store, my bottom line here is like if you go to church and not treat it like a soldier club or worry about this, that, the other thing. Um, but treat it like a classroom where you're going to learn. Um, It'll, it's, it's a game changer, you know. <clears throat> we have we live in a country where you, you can bring a Bible. I, I you should have ditch the phone, people. Bring mm-hmm. bring a real Bible. I quit using my phone at church. I'm like, I'll bring a real Bible. Jack one from church. Yeah, you heard me. I, I took a jacked Bible from church. <laughs> <laughs> like I stayed earlier, I, I have a ton of Yeti stickers. So I just slapped one on. <laughs> Slap one on the front of us, and no one would take it. And I write in it every week because it's the same uh, version that the pastor uses. He uses ESV. I didn't have an ESV, so when he get one, because I'm tired of trying to like figure out what he's talking about, because it's not always, mm-hmm. you know. So it's super helpful. Get a Bible that the pastor uses. Get the same version, so you're like, oh yeah, I get it. 
Uh, and for me, like, so the one I get from, I took from church, I'm like, there's no footnotes in it either. So I'm like, I don't get distracted. Mm. Like, so I can, I can actually like write stuff down. Cause I'm a, I'm a, like, a, I'm a note guy. I'm like, I want to know what's going on. So like, you could be talking, like, and I'll see like a phrase or a word. I'm like, what does that mean? So I'm like, they say, I'm not paying attention. I'm like three books. <laughs> I'm somewhere, I'm, you know, 500 pages away somewhere else looking at something. So it's like, <laughs> Like, Ooh, cross you know. Ooh, cross reference. Ooh, cross reference. Are you serious? You talking about? Huh? Nah. Wait, what? What? Huh? Why was it over here? <laughs> Sir, it's over. Yeah, questions. What is? <laughs> and my questions have nothing to do with what you just talked about. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm 20 minutes back, man. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> So that helps me out a ton. Anyways. Oh. <clears throat> so I used to, the gist of my entire uh, talk tonight is for those who are just catching up. As we, um, someone we delivered firewood to, their house burned down. And we just pulled together as a church, as an organization, and as a community, uh, like two communities, like the actual community she lives in, and then the next one up, the valley, and just and all the people, and all the other people that I don't know or other people don't know, just poured in on her and her family and just got it done and just yeah it's amazing so and she has she's been giving so much stuff she's given back to the community i mean that's even more amazing yeah yeah and we can't forget that you can't be like you know next week be like oh you know it's done it's not done she still doesn't have a house to burn in the ground killed her two dogs whole nine yards i'm like Literally, all she had was like clothes on her back because mm-hmm. she was at, she, I was just like the saddest story ever. She was at the hospital visiting her mom, comes home to find her house burned to the ground. Serious, yeah, yeah. But you have a choice. I know I'm re- reiterating what we talked about earlier, just catching people to speed. Like, you can either focus on the house being burned out of the ground, or like, all right, God, you got my attention now. Mm-hmm. What's up, right. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, like I I think what you just said about how okay God, you got my attention now. That that's kind of a key part to you know all of the um getting into the, the giving and, and mobilizing the, the capital C church, you know, the body of Christ, the people. Um is like especially in our western culture we we ended up we end up at that point where we say ah oh, yeah that's, that makes me sad but somebody else will take care of that you know no don't don't do that don't there's do that. nobody else yes. you yes do it 
Yes. Even if it's like 10 bucks, like here's 10 bucks. You get no people to give 10 bucks. Every penny, just help. Right. Right. What if it was you? What if your house burned to the ground? Right. You'd be crying for everybody to come help you. Yeah. Help me, help me, help me, help me. And then think about how you would feel if everybody did. You know, try put yourself in in the other person's shoes and and think about how would I feel if everybody showed up? Like if the if the especially a non-believer, like if it's a non-believer that you're helping, like that is a primo opportunity to dispel every negative stereotype that there is about Christians. Yeah. Yes. This is like your spotlight moment. This is yes. it. This is your center stage moment. This is like this is what you have been trained for. Right. Right. I it, sorry. It, no, I okay. no, no, no need to apologize. No, no. Because you if you're asking God to give you an opportunity to show his love, to share his love. And then you pass by an opportunity like this. Yeah. I don't, I, that doesn't compute. Like, like you said, every penny helps. Like everything. Helps. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think of, um, uh, the story of the, the woman who gave a, a, a copper coin, you know, to the, to the offering or whatever it was, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't matter how much you're the, the number doesn't matter. It's you listening to the leading of God through the Holy spirit. Like the Holy spirit's leading you to give something whether whatever it might be maybe it's a, a shirt or a, a blanket or whatever it doesn't matter if you're listening to that and you're um and you're obeying that and you're doing it in the right with the right heart yeah then you're in that same place as that the that old the old widow that gave a copper coin that in god's point of view gave way more than oh, yeah. the rich guys that were giving you know they may have been given we'll just call it we'll call it 500 bucks compared to the copper coin uh. but she gave more than they did Yeah, I like that perspective. Like that's this is this this is your moment to like disprove. Because I just feel like Christianity gets a bad rap. So like, if mm -hmm. you, this is your moment, man. Yeah, this lady's a non-believer, but it's like this is your moment to prove or prove everything. Like you have, like she has, it's just moment. Just make your move. This is it. Right. You know, I don't know how else to put that. 
just be like, and then she's going to be like, wow, maybe there is something here, you know, and she's, she's on that track. She even said that Tuesday night at dinner when we got her to come to dinner. She's like, like, I, I was floored that she was there. I turned around, I'm like, holy, I'm like, I yelled it right out. I'm like, holy crap, you're here. This is amazing. <laughs> gave her the biggest hug. Yeah, it was fantastic. She's like, yeah, she's like, I'm so glad I'm here. So like, she goes, you've been trying to get me to come here forever, and now you're now I'm, I'm here. It's great. I like it. I love it. Well, yeah, it's like this every Wednesday night. So, yeah. <clears throat> you know, so, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah. You know, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, another part of this that I, a part of this story that I really, really love that I think is going to be, um, I don't know, I don't know about the showcase, but it's going to be a, a major point in this story down the road is that, you know, we hear, you know, that, that, I don't know, that, you know god works in mysterious ways and 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 those kinds of things but this this i think at least the feeling that i get is that this is going to be one of those stories that proves that god works through and in some of the most horrific and terrible situations that we can be in Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and part of what makes that work, you know, God's going to do what God's going to do. But what makes this work or that work work faster or work more efficient is when the body of Christ shows up. Yeah. That's key. That's super key. That is the key. I mean, that's why you go to church on Sundays to learn about God's word so you know what to do when something like this happens. Yes. It really chaps me, and I'm just going to say this because it chaps me to no end. You have no idea. Well, you probably do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, just like the half heartedness that like just goes into like giving sometimes. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, Proverbial, pass the buck. Well, I think you, you said something about it earlier. Like, oh, someone else will do it. Mm -hmm. Well, someone else, someone else will do it. Yep. Yeah. I was like, like when this all went down, I was like, I don't know what to do per se on some things, but I'm like, I know who does. But man, I've started picking up the phone, texting people, calling people. Yeah, stuff was going down. It was getting done. That's what that has to happen. That's what you got to do. That's when you go to church on Sunday. Don't you get it, people? Right. Oh! <laughs> oh, I wish you guys could see the video. Steven's, so Steven's just crawling out of his skin wanting to do <laughs> Totally. So busy about, worried about this, that, and the other thing. Which we, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I am too, but it's like, right. What are you gonna do? There's nothing you can do about it. But this person needs help, and you have, you can help this person in some sort of capacity. Right. We can. Everybody can. 
Yes. There's a lot of different things that come to mind, like as far as uh, Christian's reaction to, to, and not just this specific situation, but just any situation like this, you know, that's, it's very telling how different people react to this. Like you have some people that, you know, they'll be like that past the buck person, like, Oh, somebody I've, I, I've done my good deed for the day. Somebody else will take care of it. Or you have the ones that say, um, I, I, that's what the church is there for, you know, little C church. That's what they're there for. Is it, I give my 10% or whatever to them. And then they are the ones that, you know, help, help people in need and stuff like that. Um, and I, if, if anybody listening to this finds themselves thinking that at any point, I oh, come here. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to come here. <laughs> However, I, I, um, we've all heard the term lukewarm Christian. Uh, that is a very, very, uh, strong sign of a lukewarm Christian as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, totally. Yeah. If you're making excuses, oh, don't, don't. And like you said before, I'm I'm preaching to myself just as much as I'm talking to everybody else too. So like, don't, don't, don't read into the whole thing i know it i know it sounds like the whole i'm holier than thou type of a thing but it's not that yeah <laughs> no not at all not at all because like anybody who knows me yeah i got issues yeah i got issues i do but by golly i try to i do the best i can and yeah particularly with like the ministry or With what we do, I mean, we cut fire wouldn't give it away for crying out loud. You know? Hmm. Do you know how much that costs people? <laughs> I just give it away. I could have a house. I could have cars. I could have trucks. I don't. I have one truck. I got one car. And, but it's like, we think like, oh, I could have this. I could have that. I could have blah, blah, blah. No, I take, I take my money. I buy semi loads of firewood and give it away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jesus will call you to do some of the most mind-boggling things ever. But it works. I don't. It's just. Do I still have my issues? I still wish there was more coffee before service started. Yeah, sometimes I do. Sometimes it gets raided. Everybody shows up. I want a cup of coffee. <laughs> it's like, I know. It's like petty compared to like. But it's like, you go to church or just in life general, just. Apply what you learn at church outside those four stinking walls. Yeah. You know? That's like when you go to the gym, you work out, you start to look good, you feel good, you know? You know, like, hey, I can pick that up, or hey, you know, look at that. I flex that. Boom, boom, boom. Same thing, you you know? Yeah. When you go to church, I got this biblical knowledge. I have a new heart. I got a new brain. Blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking different. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I can. It's the same thing. 
don't get disgusted because you're at the gym and someone who's trying to better themselves comes in and you leave because they're there. No, you need to be there to help them. Mm-hmm. Same thing at church. You see someone come in, you know, you're, you're, you know, I don't know. You're like, that's all you think of is like, since we're talking about gyms, like, you're the Schwarzenegger of short church or whatever. And then you have the Pillsbury Doughboy come in. Pillsbury Doughboy wants to be like you. So you need to help the Pillsbury Doughboy get like that. <laughs> That's the only knowledge I got. That's how it should be. Don't get mad because you're there. You're like, oh, look at that. Yeah, look at that. He wants to look like you. Mentally and, you know, I know we're, we're not talking about physicalities here. We're talking about right. spirituality. So, yeah. Be that guy. I'm done preaching. I'm out. Uh, I mean, and you're 100% correct. The only thing that I can can say to that is uh, a a question, actually. You know, if you're you're one of those people and you're honest enough with yourself to say that you're one of those people – you know, it doesn't, whatever the case might be, whether it's somebody that walks in that might smell or doesn't look good or doesn't, you know, doesn't dress right, doesn't, whatever. Maybe it's the family that has, has um, like 20 kids and they're whatever. And, or the guy that his cell phone rings during the service and it makes you upset and just derails your whole Sunday. Where's your focus? Bingo. You know, your your focus isn't where it should be if that stuff derails you. And I've been there. I mean, there's there's Sunday mornings or Wednesday, whatever days you go to church. There's days that, that you know, you're having a, a bad morning or whatever, and it's just you're already predisposed to getting derailed, and you you – don't go to church with the right mindset to begin with, you know, like the the kids don't want to get ready. So you're running late and you're yelling at the kids in the car on the way to church. And then you get to church and <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just, I guess that's, that's something that I, that's a question that I ask myself, you know, every Sunday morning when we get to, when we get to church, is okay <clears throat> what has the what is the first part of the day morning looked like and where's my focus at right now yeah and and then go from there because that's that's really the heart of the issue i think is that your your focus is focused on people and not god and if you're focused on God, then you're if you focus on God and expect him to to teach you something in a Sunday morning service, you will get taught something in a Sunday morning service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that's I don't know, that's as simple as I can make it. 
with yeah. it being <laughs> with it being understandable coming out of my mouth. It makes a lot more sense in my head, but Oh sure, yeah. I hear ya. I hear ya. I don't even know what to say. Just, uh, yeah. When you go to church, when that preacher steps up to the pulpit to deliver his message, Pay attention. Treat it like a classroom. Yes. It'll change. It'll change everything. Yep. Take notes. Put down the phone. Yes. Take. Take. Get a real Bible. Yeah. And just take what he's teaching you and apply it. This six and a half other days of the week. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. And I'm going to repeat it every week until Jesus comes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Take notes. Pay attention. Pay attention. Ask questions. Yeah. You know, like, if, if something isn't sounding right, ask for, ask for clarification. You know, I mean, do it respectfully, you know. You know, you're standing up in the yeah. middle of service saying, I need to clarify whatever, whatever. No, don't do that. <laughs> so nervous, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah. it's it's the also the other thing that we I I feel like should say, okay, so Everything that we're talking about is based on the assumption that you are attending a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Jesus-following church. <laughs> That's quite the list. Yes. Um, which that That's a whole nother I was just about to say the exact same thing. That's a whole nother ball of wax. <laughs> I'm ready for that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> which i i think we probably will get into at some point the whole different types of um different types of gospels or the the different false gospels that are out there but that's another for another yeah. time oh yeah um but uh, yeah just if something isn't isn't sounding right. Um, it's something hits you just a little bit off, you know, ask for clarification and then, and then you're just following the leading of the Holy spirit, you know, you're listening to him and, and yeah. doing your own research and all that kind of stuff. Um, but that, uh, if you're, if you're doing all of that, then, then like like you said you got to live that out the other six and a half days of the week yeah like being a christian doesn't start and stop at the doors of the church 
It just doesn't. No, it's like a refueling thing. It's like a, you know, it's like refueling. Like you get a car, the car doesn't quit being a car when it runs out of fuel. You gotta take it in and get fuel in it. Mm-hmm. Quit being, a, you know, you're still. Yeah, sorry, I just fired <laughs> up. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it because it it does. It's it's one of those things that gets super irritating, but at the same time. You know, it's like we're we're towing a line between, like, we're there. It's very easy to get judgmental. Oh sure. You know. Yeah. And and I'm sure half this podcast sounds very judgmental, but it's it's not meant to be. It's just I'm just being honest. Right. Right. And. and You know, it's not, I guess for me being judgmental, this isn't directed at any particular group or person or anything like that. This is all in general. And so, you know, my, my first question is, or, or would be if, I guess I would say look at do a self reflection whatever type of a thing and find and try to try to try to figure out why it feels judgmental to you. Yeah. If that's how it's speaking to you. I don't know. I that's that's what I would do and I whenever I hear something that sounds like when I so man that was super judgmental. Okay, so why? Is it something that you know that I'm being convicted of, or or what? I don't know. That's anyway. Yup. Be the church. Twenty four seven. That's right. I don't know what to say. No, I know it sounds cliche, but it's you know you be the 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 hands and feet of Christ, be the body of Christ. Yeah, yeah. Be salt. Yeah, get it done, man. Like you're you're just you're part of the body. Do do your part. That's right. Not that big deal. It's what you've been called to do. It's what you're trained to do. It's what you're supposed to do. So do it. Right. Don't be a weenie. <laughs> We're waiting to say that for like twenty minutes. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man, that was good to get that out. Maybe a uh, nice. Next time we can do, we'll do the fight night next time. Yes, yes, because I was I, actually the the two that you know the Jericho and uh, Amalek. Yeah. Amalek is going to be an interesting one. Yeah, I was just wanted to say Amalek. 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 Yeah, because Amalek, the battle when they that whole deal. 
uh, even Jericho, really, all of that really kind of ties into a lot of uh, current events. Yeah. With all the stuff that's going yeah. on over there. Yeah, man, I wish we just had all night to talk about stuff, but it's probably why we have podcasts. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, shit. Anyway, that's a little sneak peek of what's coming up the next couple of episodes. Hello? Hello? <laughs> I see you. Peekaboo. <laughs> peekaboo. <laughs> you know what happens when you get hurt in a game of peekaboo? You know where you end up? Mm. End up in the ICU. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, we're ending that podcast with a bad dad joke. Absolutely, <laughs> that's gonna make the highlight reel there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, oh man! All right. Well, yep. Until next time. Remember, people. Yeah, we love you. God loves you. So peace.